0: Welcome to The Workman's Table, a podcast all about learning and understanding Biblical truths with the Great Shepherd's guidance. Here's your host, Eric Carpenter. Hello and welcome everybody once again to another edition of The Workman's Table podcast. As always, and as I've said many times before, I hope that this podcast finds you well and that you are continuing to study his word and learn and grow in his grace and mercy as he teaches all of us as the great shepherd and leads us uh, as our shepherd uh, by faith, and um, how he continues to grow each of us uh, and mature us all as we search uh, the scriptures and seek him out. So today's topic is going to be kind of a short one, uh, but I do believe in this, especially in these times uh, with the supposed uh, pandemic and coronavirus uh, supposedly besieging the world. Um, I know that there's been an attack on people gathering together uh, in homes or even in church buildings, etc. If those that have been in the faith for a while are not recognizing the great spiritual battle that is taking place, uh, I am afraid that you're sadly mistaken and, and maybe even spiritually blind. So you definitely need to uh, seek him, pray for, prayerfully consider what's going on in this world and know uh, the scripture warns us that, you know, the kingdom of uh, Yahuwah is at hand. Behold, he's, he's at the door. Uh, so we don't have much time left. Now, of course, time to us is a lot longer than time to the Father, and his son so they're eternal and so we need to you know keep in mind that you know yeah it might be some years down the road it could be you know 10 years 20 years you know 100 years maybe even a few hundred years but it's in light of eternity very short amount of time so we don't know when he's going to return but we definitely need to be ready and as the day approaches we definitely need each other to help lift each other up and be there for one another and so just today's podcast is a, you know, just a word of encouragement. Um, and it really stems from uh, Hebrews chapter 10. I'm going to start that here in a minute. Uh, again, I want to remind everyone, uh, if you're new to the program, I encourage you to, to check out episode one, because you may hear me use his proper name in Hebrew, Yahusha and Elohim and Yahuwah. And so go check out that first episode to learn what his true name uh, means in Hebrew and why I use his true name versus God or Lord uh, Jesus. So I encourage you to check that episode out. Also, if you've got questions, comments, concerns, um, anything you'd like to discuss, uh, go to the uh, workman's Table at hotmail.com, send an email our way. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely dive into whatever you want to talk about. Nothing's off limits as far as how in depth we want to go. So, again, go to the workman's table at hotmail.com. So, kind of the theme of this uh, podcast today is um, not forsaking the gathering together of the saints or each other. And of course, many of us that have read uh, the book of Hebrews know. Is familiar with that verse, but I'm going to go ahead and start this out. Uh, Hebrews chapter 10, uh, verses 24 and 25. And if you go there, it says, and let us consider one another in in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And of course, the day that the writer is referring to is when he returns, when Yahushua returns in the eastern sky to claim his bride and, um, you know, begin judging the righteous and the unrighteous, separating the, the, the sheep from the goats, so to speak. Uh, the judgment seat, the judgment throne, where we all will bow our knee and confess that Yahushua is Yahuwah. Um, regardless if we believe or not, we're all going to say it. And that's, that's going to be the bottom line we're all going to say it and we just if you you just want to be a believer and a follower of him and a practice of his righteousness by his righteousness alone before that day comes so as the day's approaching we definitely want to continue to meet together i I know that there's uh, governments worldwide that are starting to clamp down on church meetings and even in-house church meetings Uh, So it may require us to uh, do so anyways, and at at the risk of being jailed or worse, maybe even killed. And that's coming uh, in in pockets here and there. Um, Let's not mistake that. Uh, Persecution can can become very real and uh, very uh, uh, traumatic for some. But if we're claiming to be believers in Yehusha, We definitely need each other because Paul also wrote, that we need to bear one another's burdens and love. We need each other. We need to confess our faults to another, hold each other accountable, pray for one another. I mean, we have to be in this together. This, this social distancing stuff, that's meant to pull us all apart as humans. And certainly as believers, we need to definitely uh, pay attention to his word and be obedient to Elohim, not man. Anything that violates his law, we have to be disobedient to man's law. Otherwise, we obviously need to be subject to the governing authorities and rulers, as Scripture says also. And, but anytime there's a edict or law that violates Yahuwah's law, we have to be disobedient. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, uh, when they were told to buy down to the statue of Nebuchadnezzar, we must not obey when it violates Yahuwah's law, period. It's just that simple. Uh, But you have to prayerfully consider what he wants you to do and make sure that you're being led of the Holy Spirit and let his spirit guide you to what you need to do and what to say. He'll give you the words to say and what action you need to take if you're prayerfully on your knees uh, before him. So we definitely need each other. So let's not do away with forsaking one another in this regard by not meeting now, when we say meeting, a lot of people seem to think that, you know, going to a church building with, you know, 100, 200, 300 people is, is what church is all about. And r- realistically, there is no uh, maximum number, of course, but th- there is a minimum number. But even that minimum num- minimal number is so small that we get caught up in a numbers game and that we feel incomplete or things are not exciting if there's just not more people involved. Uh, in actuality for me I mean I when I was real young I started go I, I attended a, a larger church with my folks uh, that was at one time its peak attendance was around 1200 people and then years later we went to a much much smaller church uh, and it was around I think peak attendance for a while a brief time was maybe 70 people but it usually hovered around 30 to 40 people. And I'll tell you, being with just those 30 to 40 people, I got to know them a little better. They knew us. We knew each other. It seemed more intimate. We were more free to speak and to and to, wit, and to testify and just allow the Holy Spirit to work. Uh, and so I'm encouraging you, don't look at the large numbers, but rather get together with a group of individuals that you can pray together with and, and actually go about what the church is supposed to look like and be of course paul wrote instructions in the book of timothy and in the book of titus um, and we can that's a whole other podcast of how uh, you know a, a a church should be and behave uh in light of scripture but for another time but anyhow if you go to second corinthians 13 1 and really it, it shows you the minimum number um and paul wrote in second corinthians chapter 13 Uh, verses 1, he says, this will be the third time I am coming to you. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. Now, of course, he's quoting uh, the book of Leviticus as it pertained to um, whenever someone was being convicted of a crime, they would have to go uh, before the priest at the tabernacle of meeting and no man could be condemned to death on a crime if it was for murder or stealing or whatever without the witness of at least two or three uh, that could confirm what had happened and so uh, the the establishment of two or three is prevalent throughout scripture now of course we have three witnesses the father the son and the holy spirit okay and so those are your three and that's that's basically the rule uh that yahuwah has implemented at least two or three and so Yahusha also said you know uh, if you go to matthew 18 okay to further you know confirm this this notion not a notion but basically a an established norm or rule of two or three uh if you go to matthew chapter 18 verse 19 and 20 Yahushua was saying, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So if he's in the midst of, you know, obviously a large crowd when he fed the 5,000 and there was another situation. I think he fed four thousand, if the number serves me correctly, and that's not including the men and or the women and children that were present in both of those crowds. It was only counting the men, so that's quite a few people. But it seems as though that Yehusha was often intimate. Of course, he only had twelve disciples towards the you know the end of his ministry because he had many at first, and then the Book of John, uh, if I remember correctly, outlines the fact that there was many disciples that were following him. Then there were some hard sayings that caused them to stop believing in him and they, they fell away. So he, he walked, talked and, and, and preached and healed with his disciples present. And it was just a small number. And he often spoke to just sometimes just one person at a time, like the woman at the well, or, you know, he might be in a small uh, dinner like Zacchaeus house. Um, but oftentimes it was small, small numbers. And so we often get caught up and it's got to be big where, you know, we have a big, you know, 500 seat auditorium. We only got, you know, a hundred people. We need to fill this up. We need to get flyers out. We need to put advertisements out. We need to tell your friends and neighbors come to this church. We need to have some bells and whistles and games and prizes and contests to get them in through the door. Listen, folks, it's not a contest. It's not a money grab. You know, it's not about the numbers. If, Yahuwah decides to bless a certain congregation with more numbers. That's his decision. Okay, let's not focus on that. Let's focus on getting together. And if it's at least two or three people, he'll be in the midst. So find some people, get together with other believers, share your faith and pray for one another and help each other out. So you see this, he says, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So if he'll be in the midst of, with a large group he certainly will be in the midst in a small group as evidenced by him saying that right there but i i see he's a spirit so he has the ability to reach all people across the world at the same time that's beyond their comprehension but he can okay so to him it, it matters how you're meeting okay not where you meet and how many but how are you meeting and what are you how are you going about it if you also go to um over here to John chapter four. Okay. And this is when Yahusha was talking to the woman at the well and we all are familiar. Most of us should be, you know, how she had many husbands and Yahusha knew that. And cause he told her to go tell your husband and she's, well, I have no husband. And she said, you spoke right because the one you're with now is not even your husband versus the five that you had before. And she realized, okay, this, this man, he knows all about me. And this is amazing. So she's at, towards the end of this conversation, he tells her, he says, Yahushua said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain or in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship for salvation as of the Jews. But the hour is coming and now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. Elohim is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's what he's looking for, folks. Spirit and truth. But it's his spirit working through us, living in us, dwelling in us as our temple bodies. Okay, So he is spirit, and that's the only way we can worship him is in spirit and in truth. Because Yahushua also said that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of heaven, That which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So we have to worship him now in the spirit. The old covenant was a fleshly one. This is a new covenant. It's a spiritual covenant. So it's very important that we must worship him in spirit and truth. Remember that if there's two or three that are gathered in his name, he'll be in the midst. It's not uh, where you meet, but it's how you meet. Don't get concerned with numbers. Allow his Holy Spirit to guide you. So I just want to encourage you at this time, especially in this day and age, it's all the more important. And if you're not able to get out, if you've got family and you're a father, especially those that are fathers around here or dads in the home, you need to be the spiritual leader. You need to be the spiritual authority in your home as a believer. You need to you know, teach your children and be an example to your wife, Okay make sure that you're sitting down with your children and teaching them as often as possible and make it a habit, pray with them every night and teach them. What a better way than to have church, so to speak, with your own family. If you have one child and it's your wife, that's two or three. Get together, worship him, study his word, pray together. That's how you can get together. So all the more so, do it as this day draws near and then if you can get together with your neighbor do it and anybody else that's willing to get together with you meet with you do it pray about it let yahuwah guide you in whatever direction he wants you to go and it may be for a time that you're not going anywhere so make the best of it occupy till he comes is what he occupy till i come is what he said so be make sure when the time comes when you're able to meet with somebody or a few folks okay that you're doing it and and keeping it uh real in your home and that you're you're having church so to speak worship with your children and your wife your family. That's very important because you're you you know you, your kids are your own flesh and blood and you have blessed them. Blessed you with them. So they're very, it's very important that you're teaching them so that they can go out and do the same thing with their children and so on and so forth. So I just want to encourage you not to give up, not to uh, stop or do not stop uh, get gathering together with whomever it may be and prayerfully uh, ask uh, his direction in your life and he'll lead you where you need to go. So again, do not forsake the gathering together. Of the saints, two or three, he'll be in the midst. Okay, and you must worship him in spirit and in truth. So I hope this encourages you. Please go and 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 enjoy fellowship with even a small group, and be rewarded, be blessed, so to speak, with his um, spirit blessing all of you and teaching all of you in, in the fellowship and, and, and encouragement with one another. So we need more each other more than now than ever in any time in history and you know you don't have to look around and see the tv or the news headlines to figure that out especially in your own neighborhood things can be sometimes uh, just traumatic or downtrodden or you know people losing their jobs and unemployment and sickness and and there's all kinds of stuff going on so the great spiritual battle the great tribulation it's already here and it's already been here for a long time but that's another topic as well so anyhow I just want to encourage you, keep going, keep meeting, keep fellowshipping. And until next time, remember, study to show thyself approved. Thanks for joining us today for this episode of The Workman's Table.